following professional wrestler is the last true sick boy, the video nasty, and the original cult classic. Hello. Hello. So, we had a technical fault. We oh, did uh, try to do this the first time. So, yeah, well, thanks for hitting play. This is the uh, Sick Boy Video Club, which features myself, Rory Card, and the lovely Rob Bedford. Rob Bedford. And we, yeah, we hit record, and then we were talking away, and then I went, oh, Rob. It's not recording. Yeah, it's done a, it's done a boo-boo. A silly. It's done a silly. Done a little silly. So now we're back again, and I'm trying yes. to, uh, I'm moving around this office here. I'm, to, I'm, I'm the creaky one now. I'm the one who creaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am the one yeah, that creaks. I'm still trying to figure this stuff out. So, and I think everyone's probably realized that. Um, occasionally we get mic bleed. Yeah, a little bit of mic bleed. But you know, it's it's a work in progress. We're two loud bastards. Yeah. And we're not we're not like we're not the furthest away from each other. Like, but I like, thought the nah, well, I'm gonna go really far away here, right? So I'm sliding away. I'm miles away now, Rob. You are. I can't so, see you. But I can hear a helicopter behind you. There is a helicopter because we've got <laughs> a police so, chopper. So we have a window open in the studio uh, because this studio is warm. It is very warm. And the studio is right next to a train line. So trains come past all the time and it does catch. But So if you can hear a helicopter, the popo are chasing the, someone yeah, down, I out, guess. They're, out, they're on the hunt. Yeah, so I think... So I asked Tom Campbell, who I've mentioned mm -hmm. before on the podcast, lovely Tom Campbell, who works for uh, Cultaholic, also works for BBC Newcastle. He works for everyone. The other day he was things. doing a, he arrived just as the North show was starting. So he was ringing out to the North Wrestling and he arrived a little bit late. And I said, I wonder where, wonder where Tom was. What was Tom doing? Mm. It turns out, I think Tom was hosting a Sonic panel at a Sonic Comic Con. Okay. Yeah. So I saw a picture on his Twitter and I went, that's the best reason to be late. Yeah, I get that. that's a good reason to be late. That's a good reason to be late. For a wrestling show. So the, the thing about the mics was, I contacted Tom. I was like, I'm getting this weird mic bleed. And he was like, move closer together. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And now so we I can just look them. into each other's eyes. So we are a little bit closer together. Yeah. So hopefully this might fix it. If it doesn't fix it, fuck We can figure out what's happening. We're going to have to go in separate little booths. Oh, cheeky little Maybe that's booths. what we need to do. Um, so yeah, what I was saying when we hit record and it didn't work is the oh <laughs> you kicked the you kicked the case that I, I sorry that's my stretching my leg out and just kicking things. I'm gonna put my foot on it now. Um, is this is a fortnightly podcast which you didn't know? I didn't know this, but yes. So it's the a reason fortnightly podcast. So the reason it's fortnightly is I don't trust myself to release weekly episodes. Yes. So episodes could drop weekly. They could drop Fortnite. Let's put it this way. If it's like, you know, if, if it's, it's there, like, you know, it's going to be every two weeks. But if you get an extra one, you know, oh, my yeah. cheeky ding, little bonus. Ding dong. You're oh, there. Oh, there you go. Um, so the good thing is I've been at, um, yeah, I wrestled last night. You so did? it might sound a little bit sultry and uh, deep voiced. No, I, think, I, I don't think you sound like. I feel a bit raspy because I think I was shouting. Um and yeah. I was, uh, normally after I wrestle, I get a little bit of a sore, but also if I'm talking very loud for a long period of time. And we were talking very loud the other night at a thing. Oh, yeah. We were at like a, 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 
a loud event. So, yeah, it might be that actually that mix of wrestling. Yeah. But the nice thing about the so I was at North Wrestling. Um, I lost. Sad. Which was shit. Yeah. Sad. You because I said, "Oh, my neck's a bit sore," and you're like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, I got hit with my own finisher," <laughs> and it turns out it's not nice. Um. So yeah, I yeah I lost. How would it feel to lose to your own finisher though? really shit man like really shit like <laughs> sorry insulting insulting um yeah that's not cool that's not yeah. cool um yeah it's weird to be on the receiving end of it i'm like oh this is how this is how it feels this is how it feels and the answer is not very nice but after the show um i was on the merch table shilling them just gimmicks. slinging the shirts shilling them gimmicks so a lot of shirts and uh loads of people came up and we're really complimentary about the podcast. That's nice um, to hear. That's and really that was nice cool because we were, we got that one review. <laughs> that one review of uh, this is the uh, the height of two yeah. two mates just chatting shit or whatever it was. Yeah, and I told someone about that last night. I told them, um, it's a guy called Carl Gak who was a wrestling photographer. Before that, he was... Um, he was like a football photographer, like live sports photographer. Okay. Um, so he like took the that's wrestling cool. really well. And um, I was talking about that review and he's like, that's every podcast. <laughs> that that is like, literally every podcast. I'm like, yeah, that is every podcast. Um, so yeah, it was really nice to kind of, so if anyone took the effort to kind of come up and uh, say hello and yeah, tell me the podcast was good. Thank you very much. We sold a load of uh, we, me, it all goes in my bank account. Um, <laughs> sold a load of uh, Sick Boy Video Club. Uh, t-shirts sold a load of um, sex, horror, and videotapes t-shirts. The busted golf girls. Yeah, the busted golf girls one. Which has that, been very really nice. Ha- which has been a hard shirt to sell. See, I don't know why that's been a hard shirt to sell because I think it's a banger. I think it's because I've never done a back print before, mm, and I don't really wear. Yeah. You make a lot of back print t-shirts for the studio, yeah. and I don't really wear a lot of back print t-shirts because normally I'm wearing a, a, a shirt. Print, yeah. So <laughs> uh, I think that's I think that's quite interesting because the uh, I think back prints are like very banned yeah sort of like aesthetic but then wrestling seems to be front prints just big 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 front prints right yeah and there's a lot of people do um there's a guy called um a man like Doris. he's got a really good merch like merch game he's really good merch and then there's a guy's called sunshine machine and there's been a team for years ago and now they're like two and uh two singles wrestlers um mm-hmm. called uh cck um, and then now it's like Lycos Gym, and yeah. one of the guys has gone to DDT Pro in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. a guy called Chris Brooks, and for years they're like, and still to this day their merch. I'm gonna have to show you something. Their merch is like unbelievable, like Ooh. just like. And I love me some good merch. So good, but just like, yeah, just not even just in the world of wrestling, good, like just good streetwear, good. Yes, yeah. like people would look at and go, "I'll wear that," and they, mm. they wouldn't even. You wouldn't even need to know that it was a wrestling shirt. That's when you know it's good when it transcends like what the what it originates from. Yeah, and I think like one a, a while ago, I spoke to Chris Brooks about it. I was like, "Mate, your fucking merch is unbelievable," and he was like, "Oh yeah," he's like really like downplaying it. But even Real though humble. his other tag partner, his tag partner was a guy called uh, uh, Kid Lycos. Mm. Now Kid Lycos has a Kid Lycos too. And they are like the Lycos gym, but they're also part of this like bad boy gang. Yeah. And their merch is so good. So I think like they did a lot of, I think they did a lot of back prints. And one thing I didn't think about was I was selling back prints. 
And then I was like, shit, like loads of people that buy my merch are like in wheelchairs. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, no one can see your sick back from. So it's something I didn't yeah, consider okay, before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been a hard shirt to sell. Um, I think mainly just because it's too busty. Fuck my God. <laughs> I think it's good to have that variety though, you know, make sure you got them nice front prints, but you know, people like a cheeky little crest print with a back print as yeah. well. So I think like having the variety there to make sure that a a anyone can pretty much get like their like own style, I guess, like for their taste. So yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, in, like, I think I'll still, I think I'll do, I think I'll do more, but um, it's a, it's, it's been a weird like slow burner. Yeah. It's probably as well because I don't wear it in ring. Yeah. So I think I normally find the t-shirt I wear in ring is the one that always sells the best. Because you've wore it. Yeah, because it's the one I'm photographed yeah. in and like people are looking at it for 20 minutes and they're like, oh, that looks all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Um, whereas that one I've never worn in the ring because, yeah, I just have a thing on my back, really. So. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I mean, you could like turn it into like a, like a six sleeveless maybe. I always wear a sleeveless. Right? Is it sleeveless? I've always, no, got, like, cut up? I've always got my guns out. Yeah. <laughs> I've always got my guns out when I'm wrestling. The, um, speaking of sleeveless, speaking of sleeveless, what film we're going to talk about today? <laughs> we're going to talk about the the fast car film. <laughs> so we the just new, the new uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, is it called Fast X? Fast X. So fast we've X. just been to see Fast X. We have, and holy fucking shit! Fuck bro. me. Like, I, it was utter shit, I think. That was my knee clicking. It was utter shit, but I was thoroughly entertained. Like, throughout the entire film. It, the, and it, for me, it encapsulates what a shit movie is, but that's a really good movie. They, um, so we're going to, we might like kind of discuss minor spoilers i guess it's a fast and furious film yeah like you, you don't can, want to hear you, you, you can talk about the film and i want to take a swig yeah. of football special because i can't talk about this film yet the uh i think everyone knows that fast and furious lots of lots of lots of fast cars lots of explosions lots of family lots of dumb shit but it just does it so well and like that production level is so obscene so it became apparent after discussing the film with a couple of mates that we were both missing some vital chapters in the fast, <laughs> so, the fast franchise because we were like, oh, what? So I've only seen Tokyo Drift, the third one. Of course, yes, because it's got the best name. Oh yeah, and it's 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 the best one. And seven, the sad one, uh, the one the the last one that had that one, yeah. Uh, yeah, the last one that okay. had Paul Walker, uh, and that's the one that ended in the um, the scene of the two of them kind of having like one laugh. Yeah, that when they drive, they dri like kind of like they're having that one last race, and then they they make their own. Like, yeah, they they, they they take their own ways. Okay, they, you, um, you last seen one the you, you'd seen the spinoff though, the Rock and no, Sam. I have I haven't the um oh. I know the gist of it, just but I have not seen uh big Dwayne Johnson and big sexy Dwayne, big sexy Dwayne and um what's his first what's he called Jason Statham uh do the fights. Not seen that one, but I can get I, I, I get I get it and I know what it is, you know what I mean? It's a fast and furious film at the end of the day. So this one I don't know. Was even all about know. family? <laughs> um, so at the start, I mean I think when we went to see we went to see something else and there was a trailer for this. 
And I was blown away by how many times they said family in the trailer. Um, I think it was in the trailers for... It wasn't Evil Dead. It, wasn't, it definitely wasn't Mario. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what it was because Kirsten was there and I was counting the families in her it face. Was it was air. Yeah, so it was air. Yeah, so it was when we saw air. And I remember like leaning forward and being like, we're going to see this. We're going to see this. <laughs> yeah, I think I just accepted my fate at that stage. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be seeing that film. And, you, you know, yeah, for what it is, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest. It was, but I it, did enjoy it. It was, I think I started laughing like less than five minutes in. I started laughing when they picked up, um, the granny from the airport and she started saying family but she started saying it in i'm assuming maybe spanish yes um so in the opening i would say 10 minutes i heard a variation of the word family i want to say at least six or seven it, times it's it said in a couple of different languages can i just like it's all about fa- fa- rob i don't know if you know this <laughs> it's all about family it's not about cars it's not about heists it's not about any of that shit it's about family. <laughs> can I can I say actually on the other language thing? So there's a lot of Spanish in the film. At least I think it was Spanish. The um the subtitles were really nice in this film. Of course. And I was like, you know what he's gonna say? The subtitles were really nice. It wasn't like just like, he's gonna enjoy the subtitles and he's not gonna enjoy the title cards for the locations because they didn't hang on screen. Yes, the, so the, <laughs> you're, I, you're right, like, you're right. During the film, I was like, Rob's gonna Love those subtitles. So the subtitles are really nice because they're not just slapped at the bottom of the screen, right? You know what's got subtitles to get? You know what fucking got subtitles to get? What? Fucking John Wick. I know, and I still haven't watched it. And you John wouldn't Wick. know, would you? I know, not, I know. I've, not still, watched I've still not watched it. Um, fucking sexy Keanu will be coming rip. for you. But, um, but yeah, I really like how they it enunciated certain words within the translation. So it helped, for me at least, it meant I didn't have to read the actual subtitle. It's kind of a comic book. Yeah. yeah and it, like, you know, the hierarchy information works as a great communicator and all that shit, right? They, uh, so what was, this, what was the story, Rob? Um, I think I know the story. Oh, um, previous bad guy from a film, uh, like, like I think four fasts prior, no, six fasts prior, um, had a son. Son's angry because he took away his um, what was the quote that the, um, Jason Momoa said when he referred to his dad? He described his dad as the big nasty daddy or something. Bad daddy. Bad daddy. Did you had a little giggle. Yeah, and it made me chuckle. But uh, So it's Jason Momoa being dead angry that Dom, Tur- Dom Toretto um, and his crew, his family, that the fact they family. refer to like the gang as the family. Yeah, but everyone's doing it. The, the government agency are calling them family. The family. It, 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 honestly, I'm like, it's not a crime family. It's, it's a just cult. A bunch of, it's it, a cult. It is a cult, yeah. It's a cult I, I with some, beers and barbecue. I think someone in the film refers to it as a cult. The, um, the it was, yeah, so basically, oh, he's just angry and he's like, I want to tear down all of your life. Yeah, it was like the Die Hard um, 3 yeah. setup, really. But, you killed my family member in that other movie. So, ta-da, I'm here. But I will say, uh, Mr. Momoa. Fucking outstanding. Best, best cast of the film. So Easy. what annoyed me about this is, he's very flamboyant. Yeah. He's a little bit, well, I don't like describing people as this term, but he's a little bit, he's a little bit flamboyant. He's a little bit camp. Yeah. As a villain. 
he's quite a, like kind of like I think quite chaotic, and stuff. chaotic. Yeah. yeah. But what was what really grated me was like I'd love to see that villain mm. in a real serious as fuck movie. Yeah. Like that level of like unhinged and he was great. Oh, man. He was he was dressed exquisitely the whole way. He was he was fantastic that entire film. So there's a there's a scene where uh, what was his, his name was Dante, wasn't it? Dan, was of it course Dante? it was Dante. Yeah, of course. Because he could, because he wanted to like burn Dante. the entire world. The, so that guy coincidentally <laughs> called his son Dante. Dante. So there's a, there's a scene with Dante and he sees two guys who he's obviously killed, but he's like masking tips, their eyes and their like eyes wide open. And their, he's pinning yeah, like, the toenails. Pinning the toenails. And he's, great. he's got his hair in like little buns. Oh yeah, and little, he, little cheeky buns. Yeah, yeah, the, he yeah, great. The, the Star Wars space buns. And he's just having a little knit and that with these two corpses. Th- these two corpses. And it killed me. I thought it was probably the funniest scene in the film, but I hundred percent I want to see that villain in a really serious film. Yeah, because he was great. It felt like he was annoyingly as well because of the way they did the setup. I realized was, from saying that scene, I've skipped like three quarters of the film as yeah, well. Sorry, I mean it was just fucking people were driving cars and stuff. Yeah, um, he always felt like he was on a pedestal or a balcony watching over the action. Yeah. And then when he got close to like Vin Diesel, it was like a bit of like, it was just done so quick. Yeah. Like it was, it, that felt like a little bit rushed. And I was like, oh, they kind of like, every time he was doing these cool one-liners, I was like, he was very detached from the action. I'm like, all right, well, I get that he's this like puppet master guy and stuff. But I'm like, oh, that's it. It feels like. It was. It feels it, like you weren't on set as much as everyone else. Like you were on a different. It felt a little yeah. bit like he was on a different set. And I think that's probably just how they shot it and stuff. It felt. I mean, the whole film was super rushed. I thought, but I think a film like that, where it was super rushed, but yet, fucking incredibly long. Yeah, it was super long. But I think it was like, the way I kind of look at like this film was like it was just a collection of lots of really, really small action scenes that made bigger action scenes, but they didn't really have much of a pause before anything else. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have really, it wouldn't have like time to settle. It was, oh, action, 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 then straight into something else, straight into like a scene of Dom looking at a wall of family members, like into a distance, which is an actual scene. And then it goes straight into something else. Yeah. So it has all these different things that are just like, it's either super action-y or really, really like cinematic, emotional, family connection moment. And that's all the film is. It's just those two moments. And John Cena. Well, John Cena. And this is probably because of professional wrestling. He can do, he can kind of do no wrong for me in movies. Yeah. So John Cena's task with, his character's task anyway, we've taken... Dan, uh, Dom's son. Dom's son um, from the home to this meeting point or whatever. It's like, it's like a safe house. He does think. it in the most bizarre manner. The technology in this movie oh, it's, is not that far away from fucking Transformers. Like, like it's it's it, right it's r- right on the crusp of a talking car. Like, this is the thing. I think this is the one thing I really didn't enjoy about the film. And it's the prison scene. 
with the uh, like the torture laser, like the James Bond style. With Michelle, laser. yeah, Michelle Rodriguez's character. Yeah, and and it, uh, Charlie, it, Charlie Theron. Yes, she, yeah. it took me out the film because it looked like something from Star Wars. Well, th- this didn't make sense to me because, so yeah, basically what happened was one, they spread every character out, which I get. That's like the oh yeah. hey, we're doing the, we break up the team and then we'll guess what. I think we'll, we'll bring, bring the them together. We'll bring them back together. So they did that, and then it cuts. Like you said, um, she was in like a a black safe prison. Yes. It cut to the prison, and then, like you say, it was it was like fucking high end sci fi. Like oh, the way yeah. the doors open, the, operated in this prison, like loads of little cubes, like yeah, like dislodging from each other. That, that looked sick, but it didn't look I'm like, like what the fuck is that from? It didn't look like Fast. That was like from an alien film. Yeah. So they did that. I, I actually, I actually thought the bog from Star Trek of all things. Yeah, like it had yeah. that level of like sci-fi. But then it, it showed you a scene of her getting operated on, and it had this like high-end fucking laser robot operating on her. I'm like, that was nuts. Wait a minute. So you have the technology to perform this type of high-end surgery on terrorists, but not on the regular. People. On the regular people, it was just, uh, on on the civilians. That was real bizarre. I felt like yeah. I was just like, "This is fucking mad." But at that stage, we were too far in. Yeah, we'd yeah. said family fifty eight times. I know we're jumping back and forth. Vin like, Diesel in, in was storage. just like, I always get the impression of Vin Diesel, and like I really enjoyed, um, like we were talking about it earlier on, like Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, um, I wasn't huge into like the Triple X movies. Yeah, I, think I remember the first, the first one. one really I think well. the first one I didn't mind. I didn't mind that weird like. Babysitter one he did. Was it the pacifier? Maybe that was the rock, wasn't it? No, he did. Uh, no, he did. He the did tooth fairy. fairy. Yeah. Um, so Vin Diesel did one. I didn't mind that. Yeah, but I always get the impression with Vin Diesel, and I'm saying this is a guy that's not jacked. I always get the impression that he's not as jacked as his co-stars. He feels like he's clenching in every scene. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like he's looking like he's focusing so much that he's gonna. Shit, like, <laughs> like he's he's yeah. really straining because everyone else in like scenes and like um like Hollywood movies, like everyone looks like they get a pump on before they yeah hit, before they hit fucking roll or whatever. Ah, uh, boy, Vin, he like don't. Henry Henry um, Cavill in um, Superman, the um, the oil rig scene. I think it's an oil rig in that. He rips the door this off. This is for um, Justice League. No, I think it's in like his first. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Man, it's yeah. years since I've seen that. And he's just fucking jacked. And he's a unit. He's a big dude anyway. Yeah, but you're like, you're like yeah, he's in ridiculously good shape for this movie. And clearly before role, he's got a little pump on. Mm. Ryan Reynolds in um, Amnival Horror yeah. is fucking shredded. And he's also in Blade Trinity with yes. uh, Triple H. Yeah. And you're always there like, you're, you're in fucking ridiculously good nick. But you've got to pump on before that scene. Mm. So you look and you've got to swell on. Um, I feel like Vin Diesel is just clenching the whole scene. <laughs> like you say, <laughs> we're on the cusp of his eyes popping out. Yeah, it's or him it's, shitting himself. It's when he... And I, I, but maybe that's just how he handles himself. It's when he does the dramatic look into the, like, kind of past the camera, where he's, like, almost squinting, but not. It's like he's, he's, it's like, he's like, squinting. But his eyes are trying to pop out as well, yeah. and fuck me, the I have a times. term for that for that face. What it's called the Uzi nine millimeter. 
The, the what? So in the what? The Uzi nine millimeter. <laughs> so in the first in the first Terminator movie, I don't know exactly what Arnie tries to order, but he goes in the gun shop. Yeah, I know, I know and, the scene. Uh, I know the scene. Yeah, he's like, "Give me a twelve gauge plasma rifle," and the guy goes, "It's just what you see, pal." <laughs> yeah, and then he squints for like a that scene. The best scene. He in the squints film. for a couple of beats and goes, "Uzi nine millimeter," and that face he pulls. <laughs> I've applied to so many scenarios in my life. Like sometimes I'll be somewhere and I'll be like, "Oh, mate, can I get?" The, I, I fucking did it. Like uh, I did it yesterday. I went in somewhere and I was like, oh, can I get a <laughs> oat milk latte? And they went, oh, sorry, mate, we just run out of oat milk. And I like scanned the fucking menu. <laughs> and in my head, I went, oh, I'm doing an Uzi 9 millimeter. And he just went, just give me a black coffee, mate. Um, so it's just like, <laughs> I killed him off. Oh, I'm and now, in regular life, I like, keep an eye out for it. Like, there's loads of times I'll be like, I'm doing it now on the back. Uzi 9 millimeter. Um, I feel like he's always doing that. Yeah, he so, is. So the fucker blew up Rome, right? So there's a there's a sequence in this that I can only describe as, and when I say this now, you're totally going to get it. The whole Rome sequence, um, yeah, it was like a whatever it was. I don't think so it was silly, so silly. It was a setup fucking heist or whatever. Yes. It was fucking Rocket League. Yeah, it's it's just rock. It, it's <laughs> just fucking Rocket League. <laughs> rocket League. The bomb. The Rome DLC. Oh, the the bomb. It just keeps rolling. <laughs> It doesn't stop. Like, that's not how physics work. I know, like, this is a film about fast cars and engines and yeah. people coming back from the dead. Like, obviously, retcon, 10-year retcons. But it just keeps rolling. And it doesn't stop rolling until it stops rolling. And then it falls and continues to roll. Yeah. It was ludicrous. That scene was long that scene was long and like there was some really good there's some great bits in it like i think the like there's some really good i think like i'm not a car guy like I can I, dri- i'm not a car i can car. drive i can't drive fairly well would, would you tell call me it, i drive fairly well Rob. you do drive fairly well no i think you drive pretty good the, would would you call it choreography because it's it's cars it's choreography car, choreography yeah. so the choreography I think it was actually pretty good. With yeah, like you, you always know what's going. Like the thing is, you're not, um, you don't get, um, you don't get lost or anything. You always know what's going on. Like it's one of the things about like mm. Heat and uh, John McFour, where you kind of like you know where the actions take place. Yeah, and it always makes sense. But with this, I was like, okay, that's a, that big fucking ball, which was a huge bomb, um, gets dislodged from a vehicle and starts rolling through Rome, towards the fucking Vatican, of all places. I was like, yeah, blow it up. Um, don't tell anyone in Ireland said that. Um, so that that was good, but it was that was long. I was like, fucking hell! I was like, this. I think that this was the longest. Is fucking real long. I think that was the longest action sequence. And world. then what was weird about that is, so <laughs> the maneuver he pulls off, oh, to stop the bomb is like high end Rocket League player. You it, know when you watch like a really good Rocket League player, yeah. And you're like, how the fuck did you do that? Is, how did you drive up a wall, then dislodge, then boost or whatever? It's literally Rocket League what he does. In fact, actually, that you know what? Fast and Furious is the precursor <laughs> to Rocket League. That's what it is. The um, But after he blew... Th- my issue was after he blew up Rome. So Rome got fucked up. <laughs> and then miraculously, the news afterwards was like, 
there were nine fatalities. I'm like, no. There was a there lot was like more. Nine fucking thousand fatalities. There, there. there was so many people just diving. So he got blown up and he's like, and just fuck me. It's a miracle that his car is still going and he's driving. And um, <laughs> he's got one of those GTA um, repair shops. You know, where they get the spray paint. <laughs> yeah. All the cars behind him get like the, the, the blast. Mm. Flips all them. And then it just cuts to two shots of Vin Diesel just admiring, not admiring, but just Overlo- standing kind just of Just overlooking like, it all. I can't believe we're blown. But I'm like, motherfucker, you're a terrorist suspect at this stage. And you're just stood on a wall. Your car's fucked, Overlooking <laughs> Rome. Yeah. Your car's fucked, Vin. Get out of town. Like, just mm-hmm. get just fucking run. Haul ass, mate. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of there. go. But he's, he's stood and he's overlooking at it. And it's got this beautiful shot of the back of his head and <laughs> the, 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 the horizon. Big bald head. <laughs> the horizon of Rome. And it's this lovely shot. But they do that shot in different locations. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Like yeah, every like... location, there's a shot like that, like of the back of Vin Diesel's head. And he's looking at something and it's got some sad music over it. And then he goes, family. Yeah, like, uh, that, 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 that is literally what I really like. Um, you were talking about the photos. I love that the photos, and I I always find this like interesting in in movies and stuff when they do. You know when they show like someone's marriage photo in a in a movie, or they show like a high school photo or something like that. The like, marriage photo in this film. You you were gone at this stage because oh. I had seen that fast movie, and they showed the marriage photo, and you leaned over to me, and you're like. Did he have a a sleeveless shirt for his marriage? Oh, I was like, of course he did. And you were like, oh, okay, fair. Honestly, I was, I was kind of flabbergasted by it. <laughs> but it's like, it's only on screen for like a few seconds. So I was, I, I was doing the uh, the <laughs> the Uzi nine millimeter. The um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to do it. The um, Uzi in my Uzi nine millimeter. I'm not even gonna. The uh, I saw it and I was like squinting and i was like no like is that a sleeveless wedding suit and i kind of i honestly i kind of fuck with it he looked like but, a member of e17 on his wedding day yes he did and <laughs> but i honestly kind of about it to be honest like if i had guns like that i'd be like i want sleeveless every day but the rest of the yeah so i normally find like when they do like flashback photos or something like that sorry i realized i derailed that i normally find it really interesting because it's either like really good Photoshop or you can tell that it's like, it's a real person. It's a real photo of that person yeah. back in their high school days or something. Yeah. Like that. I, I like that as well. Um, on this, it's weird because all the photos they have of like the family mm. in his garage and even the photos, there's a character in it whose sister was in the previous movies. Are they just screenshots? They're screen grabs from the earlier movies. Yeah. And I, that's I why they're I so wish... weird because I'm like, these photos are not. They're so well lit. There's the one of they're really bizarrely cropped because they're from a fucking. There's movie. the one of um, Vin and Paul Walker's character, and it's literally a conversation of them having like in a like going so car like, to car. So I'm like, yeah, and it's like who took that photo? Like who, who the fuck's taking yeah. these photos? But it, yeah, it's have, they got, have they got like a little special drawing? Obviously, that's around? that's easier production wise. That's easier to do than yeah. You know, getting someone to fucking Photoshop them all when they're only on screen for a couple of seconds. But it, it was really weird because that hallway scene in particular where you were talking about where a character wakes up 
Oh, it's just and Vin Diesel's in her house staring at a picture of her dead sister. And yeah, like, it, like what the fuck, Vin? Like, it, go in the living room, make yourself fuck up here or something. <laughs> just chill out, man. Like, fucking imagine waking up and big Vin's in your hallway. Jesus, like, like waking up and he's in your sight. It's honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Vin Diesel is now my paralysis demon, <laughs> but he's just stood at the end of my bed going, family. Yeah, it was. So that was like, I mean, it's, it's definitely. It's one of the most stupid films I've seen in ages. I think. And I don't mind stupid. I think yeah. I don't mind stupid because I fucking love John Wick and it's real fucking stupid. Yeah. Like Keanu should have, in the last John Wick, he um, he does like a long, a long, he fights up like fucking hundreds of stairs. I can't like. He fights going up the stairs. Yeah, of course he does. Okay. And then he gets knocked down and back <laughs> And I'm like, I gotta get back up. He should have had a heart attack at this stage. And also, like, he gets hit by cars and stuff like that. Just takes it like a champ. Yeah. And I think, like, and like, I watched a lot of, I was younger, I watched a lot of Jackie Chan and stuff. Yeah. And, um, like, obviously, the beating in those movies that the main character takes is ridiculous. But I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm in for it. On this, it's like, I think the reason I don't, I don't really get as into it as possible is like, I it's, think it's the cars thing. It's well, it's got all the car stuff, but then it's trying to have these real serious emotional things. It just doesn't work. But it does. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I think it's a bit hammy, or like the acting's a little bit hammy, or something's off there. I think if it didn't have the cast it had and the budget it had, so I think this I think this whole series of films has the budget it has because the first three did so well to begin with. They, that's that's why I think like, it's done so well and it's just continued to roll on, right? But I think if it didn't have the cast it has, people would have it in the same conversation as Sharknado. Oh, it's not Sharknado. It's not no, I, I, I... Like, okay, cool. If the budget wasn't big and it didn't have that cast, it'd just be Sharknado. But with cars, I guess. The, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. And that's kind of like, I think that's a testament too. When you have like a budget that's big enough and a cast that's really good, you can polish a turd. Because realistically, I actually think Fast and Furious is a bit shit. But I think like that, the <laughs> it has all these really cool action set pieces that get people like really like, oh yeah, this is really, really cool. And then these really overly emotional story beats and it, I think it comes off almost like comedy. Yeah, like, like I think that's the problem is like it it doesn't read like a serious emotional thing. When you're beating up your microphone. Yeah, my, my pops. Yeah, your little pops. Yeah, my pops being a bit weird. My, um, my pops. Yeah, my I pop. think that's it. But it's I th- I, I, I don't I, think I, anyone's going in looking for like do you think the audience are going for because it's like you were reading at the you were reading after we watched the movie, you were reading like the gross for it. Yeah. worldwide and stuff and it was like 300 or something like um it was 320 million worldwide but i think i saw I like people you, know what they're going in for yeah you go you don't go to a fast and furious film to go oh i want to have like that was gripping yeah you like, don't want oh, a ripping storyline like you want fast cars and dumb shit yeah. like and something that is like i i think that the storylines are always fairly light-hearted anyway yeah it's all about like family and something bad happens but it's not like the most deep Was story. Was family? World. They should have said. They should have mentioned. I know they should have. But I, so I think that people go in like very well aware of what they're getting into. 
But I think if you just take it for what it is, it's thoroughly entertaining. Don't think it's good, but I think it's thoroughly entertaining. So I have one gripe with it. I think I have more than one. I was going to say, like, you've got more than one. Come on. I mean, I would watch Jason Momoa be I, that guy. Yeah. For another two hours. I want that. I want, but the thing is, I don't want it in a Fast and Furious film. Yeah, but here's my gripe, right? I think he would be really good in a really serious, like, real serious, like, thriller film. Where he's like just that. like um, just unhinged, just super unhinged. Where he's like a, um, in fact, actually the lotion in the ocean, signs of lamb style, yeah. Buffalo Bill. Yeah, yeah. So when they went to Rio de Janeiro, and they were doing a race, mm-hmm. there was this big crazy party on the beach. Oh, I think this was one of the funniest. I thought this was like one of the funniest <laughs> gags started, in the film. You started laughing at this. My issue is. There's never anyone just regular looking at these parties. There's Everyone. never like a me or you at these parties. Just yeah. Like fucking way. I fucking love racing me. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I'm from the North <laughs> of England all of a sudden. But like, there's no, I would like to think, right. If they, all the extras look like they're not extras. They look like they are like. Look like they're lo- fucking lo- porn stars, Rob. I wasn't going to say that. I think not that I've seen pornography, but I imagine that's what they look like in pornography. I I think that all the extras in this these films, like in these sorts of scenes, for these like these facet films, they look like they are like the actors who get names in the credits, but the very very bottom of the credits, who play minor minor roles. They all look like that character. So I, I would like to think if you put me in charge of. I suppose this is in a lot of movies as well. I would like to think if you put me in charge of like a scene like that, where it's like a big party scene on a beach, I would have put like a bunch of lads that look like they were from the in-betweeners and were just on holiday and ended up at this fucking banging party just being real confused the, so about the, what's going on. Just like, why are, that beach why are all these lasses just wearing bikinis? What's going on here? They, why is everyone twerking? But it's that scene though when so Dante turns like bloody Dom's already there. He's hanging out and he's speaking to his mate. Because he's like he's like fucking he's, a, he's, he's like a the, god there. Yeah, he's like these are these are my people. And I think he actually said like oh my people. And Dante turns up and uh, having a bit of a, a chin wag. Wearing like a fucking um he's matched his outfit to his car. Yeah. He's extra. wearing this gorgeous, like, blouse. Super extra, and I'm about it. And I think he's matched his nails to his he does. car as well. But he, he he gets out of his car, and he kind of throws down a bag, and he's like, a million for whoever can beat me in this race. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, then he squares off with Dom, and then everyone stood behind Dante, pulls out a gun, and points it to Dom. And then everyone who stood behind Dom Pulls it out and points it at Dante. There's pulls, a lot of pull, Pulls a gun out and points it at Dante. And I was gone. So I like the, the the fact that everyone like was on the right side of where they need to point the gun buckled me. <laughs> and then like Dom's side, the guns come out and they have a little bit more of an exchange. And then you hear like all the guns cocking and they uh that yeah. and but it's, everyone does it at once. And it's just like and they even make a joke 
maybe we should just all shoot each other and see what happens. And I'm just like, I kind of wish they did that, to be honest. But yeah, uh, uh, so yeah, I, I think that these films know, I think I think realistically they know what they are. Yeah, they know they're big da. And it's, it's so silly. And so I, I think it's so entertaining. I don't think it's good writing, but they're entertaining. Like, and they just, but this film was so fucking long. It was so long. It got, and so then we, we got to the end. And then, oh, got to the end. And in my head, I started going, I've run out of coffee. It kept it kept going back to other things in the film that I would forget about. Yeah, I was like, right, I've run out of coffee here. The characters are all incredibly separated. We can't finish this until they kind of get all back together. And then, Rob, the movie ended. It did. It just, it just. It ends with someone, spoilers, coming back from the dead. Yeah, I had to check with... Um, yeah, we, we had to check with our friend. We had to check with Red, our friend, who appears to be fucking, some kind of fucking Fast and Furious aficionado. I know, like, I couldn't believe how much of it he knew. There is a train passing. I'm very sorry. That is loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are loud. They're putting the brakes on. I hope that's not a Freya. It'd be great if it's like a fucking... 20 odd carried freighter on Rob's closed the window. Close the window, because it's a long one. Um, yeah, so it ends very abruptly, and it's like, well, there's going to be more. And now, super spoilers, Rob. Oh, the this pause credits. <laughs> this was worth the entire, I don't know how long that film was. It felt like about six hours. It was about two and a half hours. It felt like I was with Vin Diesel and no sleeves. He doesn't have sleeves at any stage in the movie. He doesn't. I don't think he's one of them ever. <laughs> like, not in the film, just ever. That was very weird. But that post credit scene pulled me right back in. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm so deflated. And then it showed. Just a, bu- a bunch of like SWAT, like ish people in a venue. And they're all kind of going towards what looks like the setup that Dom finds for Dante earlier in the film. His He described it as his. Um, he didn't say mid board. His vision board was it? His vision board, yes. Yeah. And that made both of them. So there's, a, there's another one, and all these SWATs are going in. And I said, like before the reveal, I went, That's Dwayne Johnson. That's Dwayne Johnson. That's Dwayne Johnson. That's Big Dwayne. That's Big Dwayne. And um, that's War Rock. And then he, he, he pulled his mask off, and it was The Rock. And he has, honestly, the Best, best, one liner in the film, easy, because of the delivery. And I, I, I'm not even going to attempt to read that, like replicate. You can, no, because I can't. I can't pronounce it. But he, he just goes. He he calls someone a son of a bitch. But, but he doesn't even say it. He's too. He's too cool to say. It. He goes some bitch, some so, bitch, <laughs> some bitch, and then crushes a phone. He crushed an iPhone with his hand. With his hand, because he's the rock. Have you ever what? tried to do that before? Do you know how hard <laughs> that is? Can even. I couldn't even open those bottles of football special. Took like, me five minutes. Have you ever tried to? I mean, not saying I've tried to crush an iPhone with my hand, but they're pretty durable things. Yes. Yeah. What I liked about that was he had a nice salt and pepper beard. Yeah, he did. So now it turns out that, again, Red, who appears to have some access to the fucking Fast and Furious <laughs> lore. Jeremy um, writes the wiki, yeah? <laughs> Probably does. Um, <laughs> he hosts Fast and Furious Fest. Um, 
he informed us that they they said this was the last one. Yeah, they did. And then they showed it. And then they went, well, the best thing's coming in three. So there's going to be another two, Rob. I am honestly kind of fucking excited. But I hope the second one, if they do three, I hope the second one's a bit shorter. But then the third one is like, Return of the King, extended edition, extended edition long. I hope it's not. I know, but um, but it'd be good. But no big Dwayne's involved. It'd be good. It'd be good. I am instantly more in because I didn't yes. enjoy um, Hobson Shaw. See, I, I haven't seen that, but it's The Rock, and it's very. I, I thought it's fucking. Sad. I just enjoy watching The Rock, to be honest. Big I think it's quite. I think it's quite. He's a charismatic dude. Have you seen Jungle Cruise? No, he's oh, excellent. No. Jungle Have you seen? Um, Welcome to is it Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah, Welcome to the Jungle. Also had a different name depending yeah. on the territory. Yeah, it did. What else was Walking Tall? Is it? Are those two different films? I was gonna mix it. Walking Tall. It's Walking Tall. Walking Tall. That's uh, good. Arnie's in Welcome to the Jungle. Is he? He's a doorman. Hmm. I think I'm it's in Welcome to the Jungle. Where he comes in. Watch this. We're gonna tangent and into Arnie the goes, rock. Uh, have a good night or something like that. And uh, everyone was like, oh, he's passing the torch to so, Big Dwayne. So before we tangent into Well, we've got Arnie to finish up, Rob. We're having to make a 40-minute mark. I know, exactly. Before we tangent into The Rock and Arnie, what are, what's your final thoughts on it? It was... The it was, side, the side gives it was big word. dumb fun. Yeah. Um, it was too long. I think if Jason Momoa wasn't as good as he was, I would have been very disappointed that I wasted my time with it. But it's one of those, I'm not going to watch it again. But I loved Jason Momoa. I honestly kind of have the same sort of opinion. Uh, I think if Jason Momoa wasn't as good as he was in it, I would have, I still would have found it funny. But I really enjoyed his scenes. Like his scenes where he was like the, he was the star of this film. It's his film, I think. But um, it's just a popcorn film. It's just a popcorn film. I don't know why I've got my hand out reaching to the sky. I don't know. Um, I'm looking at your hand going, what's it doing? What's it doing? <laughs> the, it's magic. It, it is. Stop it. Put your hand It's down. a uh, It's a popcorn film. And that's exactly what it is. Um, it was big and dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's like, it's manufactured to be a big popcorn film with lots of dumb fun, some fantastic, you know, like choreography. But like the best stuff in the car of the choreography was seen in the fucking trailers. I don't even know if that's a word. I'm assuming I stole that from somewhere. I'm assuming I probably right. stole it from a behind the scenes of John Wick or something like that. The but yeah, so yeah, good dumb fun. Go watch it. Yeah, just like, enjoy it. Go it's, watch it for Jason Momoa because he's yeah. fucking fantastic, and he looks like he's just having the best crack. He looks like he's popping himself or trying to make everyone laugh. I feel like I've got to rewatch um, Tokyo Drift now. I feel before I, the next one, you should rewatch all the Fast and the Furious movies and just give me a summary before we watch the next one. Ones. Because I don't want to watch them all. They drive fast cars in the first one and they drive faster cars in the second one. Then they drive fast cars. No, they don't. In, they drift them. They are <laughs> the, the third they, one. Then they drift fast cars in Japan in the third one. And then four through six don't matter. And then. Oh, they go to space. That's a nine, isn't it? Yeah, they do a space car. And then seven's the sad one. Um, seven's the sad one. Uh, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Uh, very sad. And then eight, who fucking cares? 
And number nine, space. Google Space. And number 10, the Dante Rocket League. Yeah, Rocket League. Dante's Rocket League. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've just summarized all, yeah. of, all of it. But yeah, it's really good fun. Um, yeah, fuck me. I'm tired. Yeah, so this has been the Sick Boy Video Club. I forgot the name of the podcast for a second. I know, you, you went there. Um, yeah, episodes go out. Uh, bonus episodes go out on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Rory Coyle. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rory Wrestler. Same on Instagram. The podcast is available on Spotify and iTunes and other places as well. All the places. Everywhere, I think, apart from Stitcher. But I could probably get up on Stitcher. Not all the places. Um, for merch, uh, you can head to RoryWrestler.com. Upcoming shows. Sav Pro in Manchester. Which will be on my link tree. Because I can't remember the on, date. On the link tree. I can't remember the date off the top of my head. And North Wrestling. I don't North. I don't know what shows are announced and aren't, so I'm not gonna yeah. say shit. North Wrestling on the 14th of July, Thunderstruck at the Walker Dome. And you can go to northwrestling.co.uk. Are you sure it's not the 15th? 15th of July. I did this last night in front of a live crowd. Oof. And I went, because we're on our way to Thunderstruck, which is in July. And I waited and someone shouted the date at me. And I went, yep, that's it. From the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Because I completely. Crowd participation. Went completely blank. Um, yeah, and that's it. And this, yeah, I've been recorded. And, and I've been, been Rob Bedford. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you very much for tuning in and all that stuff. And go hug your family. And drive responsibly. Yeah. Family. Who's in that millimeter?